Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to episode 111 111 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have Offroad Tito's Andy. 111. You know, I can't believe it. I never would have thought. Uh, and Tony, the Pony New Cockettes. Yes. Welcome, guys. Uh, make sure uh, you new people coming in, make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and uh, you people who've returned, welcome back. Uh, also, make sure you hit, or not hit, but check out our uh, entertainment pod. And uh, yeah, let's talk some sports. We got some playoffs going on. Yeah, well, this is an American podcast, if you didn't know. We're, we're America-based, so we have to really talk about America's sport, and that's, of course... Drinking a Samuel Adams as we speak. Football. More specifically, the NFL, which holds its draft this week. So, uh, yeah, Thursday night, the first round, and then I believe Friday we get the second and third rounds, and then the weekend, you know, wrap up the draft. Uh, get your uh, Mel Kuyper uh, self ready, because it's happening. And no no Mike Mayock this year. Okay. He was the NFL Network's guy. He's uh, he's working for the Raiders, so... Which I think brings us to the discussion. What what do you think the Raiders are going to do? They hold like eleven picks in the first two rounds. It seems like they'll so they, they traded they traded a bunch of guys. I think their their first picks the fourth, and uh, they're kind of in the mix for uh, maybe trading up to get Kyler Murray. So you think they should pull that trigger? Maybe if they trade one of their later first rounders. I mean, I don't know if they should get Kyler Murray. I feel like they got to just keep it going with Derek Carr. Yeah, I mean, I think they, they still owe him a good chunk of change this year, but they can get out of that contract next year. But yeah, maybe but I mean maybe really... if they maybe they know something we don't. Maybe yeah. he still has injury problems that they're not that we don't know about that they know about, and that's why they're like, oh, we'll get a younger quarterback that maybe fits more of what we're trying to go for. But it just seems funny because once Antonio Brown got there, Antonio Brown and David Carr were I mean Derek Carr were very close it seems like posting a lot of photos together on social media and always kind of just being like stoked that they're together so it almost seems like the star receiver is ready to play with Carr. and i mean i still think yeah. Carr's a great quarterback i just think he's had some bad teams and has uh had some injuries and whatnot so it's tough to be good but i think yeah. he's had too much success to be like just thrown away like this especially for an unproven guy i mean is kyler murray going to be um ready day one I guess if you're the Raiders, they don't really care about day one. They care about day 366 when they're finally in Vegas. But I don't know. Is it really worth moving up just to get a guy who I don't know is even worth a first-round pick at this point? I don't. I don't think he's better than any of the guys last year. I mean, maybe Jackson, but yeah, the, the first four. So it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I think it fits well for Arizona. Because I think Arizona, I know that coach, Clingsbury, he's a big fan of Kyler Murray's. And he played, he coached for Texas Tech. So he got to see Kyler Murray a lot in the Big 12. And he also, we all know that Texas Tech played a, a very fast offense. And so I think that's just kind of what he's looking for is a quarterback that's mobile, that is just fitting the system he wants to play in Arizona. And Arizona's a young team. You know, just being a bad team, they're going to have some... Uh, younger guys and whatnot and they're on the you know they've got a l little bit of a ways to go but could eventually be good and I think he just 
Because I've, I've noticed it seems like the mobile quarterback is actually starting to do a little bit better in the pros. Like a few years ago, it seemed like no chance, but it seems like they are starting to do a little bit better. You still run into the problem where, like, how, how long can they really keep it up? Uh, Cam Newton had that MVP year and has been kind of average the last few years. But then, like, someone like Wilson, it's like, well, he's just – he's such a good quarterback outside of his running that, like, it almost doesn't even matter. Um, so can you really expect Kyler Murray to be as good as Russell Wilson? Like, I mean, what, in eight years from now, do you still want him to run the ball? It's kind of like that. Like, I don't, Yeah, no, definitely. I don't know. And a lot of these quarterbacks, they'll have that good freshman year and then – or freshman year for the pros at least. And then it seems like – because NFL, they're going to adjust a lot quicker than in college. Like you might be able to dominate a conference for three or four years, but in the NFL, they're going to figure you out. And if that's why you notice a lot of these quarterbacks have their little sophomore slumps where they don't have as good of a sophomore year or their second year in the NFL as their rookie year. And I think that's due to the fact that you know, these, you're able to figure them out. You're able to figure out what they do. Coaches are smarter. Players are faster. They're better. And they're able to contain it a little bit more that second year as opposed to that first year. Yeah. I'm, I'm still not convinced by Murray, and I'm not convinced that he is going number one, whether the Cardinals stand there and take him or they work out a trade. I, I think right now the Cardinals really want someone to trade it for him, and they can get one of the – better defensive guys and then an extra pick and restock their team. Um, I don't see why the Raiders would, would trade up like this. The, the Giants seem to be not interested in doing that. So I think I think we're just going to get I think Bosa's going to go number one and Murray's going to fall. I think the Raiders will, will be able to, if they really want, they could draft him with their pick. Bosa or Murray? Murray. I think he'll uh, still be available. Alright. I mean, not, not much longer than that, but I don't think he's going number one. Of course, I could be wrong, and we'll find out. Well, we'll know by next week's show. I mean, the NFL draft is always exciting no matter what. Because like, your team has, even if your team has traded away some picks, you still got, like, at least four picks. Yeah. And you always pretend, like, oh, yeah, that guy in the fourth round is a steal. Kuiper had him in the third. And it's like, you know, they never pan out. But there's still, there's a little bit of excitement there. And you go read read the reviews online. And like they really like that guy's a B plus. It's like, yeah, no, who yeah. really knows? But we definitely never but know. I think we need something because it's like, what's been two and a half months since the Super Bowl. We're still four months out from the first preseason game. It's like it's a nice little reminder. Oh, I agree. Yeah, football's there. It's always going to be there. And I feel like it seems like there's a lot of surprises lately in like the drafts like nobody saw baker going number one last year and then that ended up actually panning out a little bit oh there's always the craziest stories too about like well this guy did something with his girlfriend so that's why he's falling and then you remember like a few years ago that guy had the uh, video leak out where he was using like the gas mask bong oh yeah and uh, i think the cowboys drafted him uh the dolphins dolphins yeah and it's just like weird stories like that. Or but he really, Josh like, Allen really, had the racist tweets. He was like the first guy to have the racist tweets come out. And then oh, there we go. He's really a pioneer. <laughs> so, yeah, there's going to be something something weird that's going to happen in the next two days about some prospect. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's just right down the road here yeah. this Thursday, first round. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. It'll be uh, 
Good draft. I mean, I have a buddy of mine actually that was able to get money in on Kyler Murray to be the number one pick when it was like three or four to one still. And then yeah. now it's such a favorite that he goes number one that it's not even on the boards anymore. I remember looking and it said like, who's going to basically be the second pick, the number one pick, and it's not even on the board. And Kyler Murray's not even an option to pick for the second pick. It was like Bosa and then uh, that Williams. The other Josh, Josh Allen. Yeah, who's the guy on uh, Alabama? Yeah, Quinn, Quinn Will- Williams. Williams, yeah. yeah. Who's predicted uh, a lot of the things I've seen is predicting him to go to the Raiders. I'll tell you what, if the Raiders can even grab him, even if they don't want to yeah. trade up for Murray, if they grab him, that'll improve that defense a lot. You have him on the defensive line along with Khalil Mack. That team will be something to reckon with maybe here in the next year or two. Wait. I know you don't like to think about it. What did you just say? Oh, my God, Khalil Mack. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, no. No, that was my bad. He's on the Bears. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I, uh, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, they could go trade for Colonel Mack trades. For sure. I just want—I wanted the Raider fans to know what they could have had. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's definitely my bad. Wow, that was a brain fart if I've ever heard one before. Khalil Mack is on the Bears, who actually opened the season. The schedules came out. The, yeah. the Chicago Bears opened the season up against the Packers, which I find interesting because it always seems to be, and I think I imagine they do this on purpose because they hand out the rings is it's the previous Super Bowl champion Yes. usually opens up Thursday, and for whatever reason, I actually don't know, I the, know reason. the reason. You do know the reason, okay, that the Super Bowl champion's not opening up this year. So what is that reason, Andy? So this is the 100th anniversary of what I guess is the NFL. I don't know, like they say, like the real NFL didn't actually start, but like, so this is going to be the 200th meeting of the Bears, Packers, or something like that. It's supposed to be some 100-year anniversary. All right, so it's so a these are the first two game. teams. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. So I think uh, Pats do play the Monday night or Sunday night opener, though, against the Patriots. Pittsburgh. Yeah, they Pittsburgh, open up yeah. Sunday night against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, so that'll that's, be uh, that's honestly, and I'll whatever the Pitts. I imagine that game the Steelers will be getting like four or three or four or something like that. Eleven. And uh, I would take the Steelers right now. That's my early prediction because Patriots. They're going to be a little. Brady's a year older. Okay, Brady's a year older. He's not getting any younger. You're closer to death. Gronkowski is now gone. He is dead. Yes. Uh, the Steelers, I think, are going to play very motivated this year because of the fact that Brown's gone, Bell's uh, gone. Ryan Chazier coming back. And the fact that they are, uh, Andy is the, the meanest person you guys will ever meet. And uh, they uh, are going to play a lot more motivated this year. And the Steelers didn't make the playoffs last year. And I just guarantee you that they're going to play very tough and physical this year. And... If they're getting three or four points, I think that's a perfect number to take. If they're getting three, I would buy it up to three and a half. You already have a line out. Oh, that's coming out soon. They make the lines early. It'll that a line for that game will be out in a couple months in Vegas. So if you guys are uh, whether no matter where you're from, Providence, Rhode Island, or the lines will be out in Jersey. That's what we really care about. Yeah, exactly. If you're in Providence, Rhode Island, I was going to say fly to Vegas, but I forgot you can just go to Jersey, and Um, uh, I would put money down on whatever the Steelers are getting. That'll be your Tony's. Takes Lock it in six months from now. NFL week one, best bet, whatever the Steelers are getting. As long as it's a good number. If it, Don't take anything less than three. If they're only getting two, then don't take it. But I imagine they'll be getting like somewhere between three and a half to four and a half oh, points. Oh, definitely. Defending their title. Yeah, it's Patriots. Because I think the market will be early to be like, oh, they're going to suck without Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell or at least the public. But I would uh, tell you that that's not going to be the case. This is a motivated Steelers team this year. Going back to the playoffs, they're going to do it all. Yeah. You know who is in the playoffs this year? Who? 
16 teams in the NBA. But that's not going to be true. Only 15 right now. For much longer. Only 15. I think a 14th is about to be left. Because I think another team is getting Oh, I forgot. Indiana did get eliminated yesterday. Well, I apologize. The Pacers got eliminated. The Detroit Pistons, while we speak, are currently on their way to being eliminated. The Utah Jazz may get eliminated this evening. The Los Angeles Clippers the are going to win the will next will be eliminated. Games. Three games. Tomorrow. Is it like tomorrow or Wednesday? Yeah. I think it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. But the Clippers will be eliminated yeah. on Taco Tuesday. <laughs> so, okay. Also, it's... They will be eliminated. <laughs> put on the Fox Sports 1 if you have it. Listen to Ralph. Ralph's this, last game. This is the real last game. No and Bill is that, How's that going to be for you? Because obviously it's going to be Ralph's last game. It's going to be the Clippers' last game. Yeah. We all know it. Pat Beverly's last game was a Clipper. It's probably Garrett Temple's last game was a Clipper. Okay, well, who cares about Garrett Temple? But why is it going to be Beverly's last game? Just one and done? He's a free agent. Um, If they want to get two max guys, then it's likely they can't bring him back. I would love for them to get Kawhi and bring Beverly back. Be a, that would be a defensive team yeah, right there. Yeah, powerhouse right there. Um, so I don't know, but it, it's there's a good possibility he's not back. So he might want like after he's done this year, he might want like a maybe he goes to the other 15, side, the better side. Maybe I think I think it would be a very good good signing for the Lakers if they because they have the room too to get a max guy and another solid piece. So that would be that could be the second guy they got. Yeah, hopefully Beverly's like I want to stay in LA, take me yeah. on Lakers, and they'll be like. Come on down. Yeah, he's already good friends with Lonzo Ball. They had good words together. Bingo. Okay. <laughs> there you go, then. That's a good start. I don't know. Some good words. Yeah. All right. Do you want a serious analysis? Clipper, Clippers probably will lose. Uh, probably. Yeah, they will. <laughs> if you've been watching, um, Golden State championship defense. Yeah, I mean, they didn't play it second half of game two, but when they want to, they're still just so good. It, it's just not. It's not even the... The Clay and Curry shooting and Durant, it's like when they want to turn on the defense, they can be as good as anyone, and that's just, like, frustrating. Like Iguodal, I think, is, like, 45 now, and he still can turn it up. Uh, they were saying Draymond lost 25 pounds over the last three months really? to get ready for the playoffs. Wow. So And Durant, everyone forgets, Durant is, like, he has arms that can uh, reach, you know, the Empire State Building. Yeah. He's can be an incredible defender when he wants to be. That they they have they have all the tools and then now you got like Bogut just being a, a goon. Is yeah. that is he like is it like Pachulia passed it along to him or what? Bogut was a goon before Pachulia was in there. I wrote a nice uh, article on Tony Stake about. Oh, check it out, guys. Uh, Bogut was was like once the defensive player of the year and he was still very good in those first few Warriors runs. Very good defensive player. Now he's older and just cranky Australian, mm-hmm. but. He's, he's a big body. He's way better than DeMarcus st- still on defense. Just to lose a lot of that shooting and attitude. But, I, yeah, I watched them, and, like, even though Houston has been, like, on an incredible run, it's like Golden State's still the best. Uh, no, I, I uh, Houston's worry. not taking them at all. I don't worry about the East either. <laughs> yeah, and, and the East, Toronto turned around. They, they won. They're up 3-1, right? Yeah, yeah, on Orlando, they've yeah. won three in a row. Milwaukee is gonna advance here. Probably sweep. Yeah, I think. I can't they, believe they're up twenty five right now. The oh, I mean, okay, it, there they are. Yeah, it, Pacers, not Pacers. The Pistons were, you know, up three to six points the whole, you know, first half, uh, third even, and then I, I walked away from it, I guess, and 
I just looked, and yeah, it's a 25-point yeah, game. That Milwaukee team, I think, might be they might be better than people think. They might be a I really like them. Type. My only thing that yeah. I've been saying and I'll continue to say is if Milwaukee does go to the finals, and if they do go to the finals, it would most likely be against the Warriors. The one thing I'll say about Milwaukee that Golden State's not going to be used to is Milwaukee's going to have the home court. Yeah. And you never know. That could mm. get difficult. And they don't have anybody on that team, especially with Cousins out now officially, that can stop Giannis. Yeah, that's true. That'll be a And that force. Milwaukee team can shoot threes. They can maybe keep up with Golden State with the threes. Like, if, if it's Milwaukee and Golden State, honestly, Milwaukee might be able to do something. Yeah. Don't, don't count them out. I wouldn't say it's like the past where you're like, Golden State's for sure winning the series. Like, that, that's a series that easily Milwaukee can at least maybe take, like, six games. I hope the public thinks as you do because I think uh, that could be interesting. Put a little money on that. Golden State. If, if uh, the public is so tired of Golden State that they act a little irrationally, and you see something like, you know, Golden State's only minus 130 in the series. Okay, well, if that's the case, Andy, I would donate uh, your money with you. Okay, that's what, that's what I'm saying. You see it sometimes. It won't be that. Even you if see go- it sometimes. People really want to root against the public likes Milwaukee, it'll still be the sh- the smart bettors out there would know that, like, if that money did come down on Milwaukee to take. No one's going to want to bet on Milwaukee unless they're, like, 3-1 to one in that finals. If Golden State gets to the finals, Golden State right now is like minus, what, 200 or something like that. If Golden State gets to the yeah. finals, it's going to be like minus 300 for them to win that series against Milwaukee. And that Milwaukee would be like plus 240 or something like that. So, there would they're, they're, trust me, Vegas isn't going to be dumb. They're going to know like, hey, we still feel like Golden State's the team here. Well, trust I'm, me. I'm still going with Toronto as, as they were my, if you want to call them a dark horse because they were you know still 10 to 1 underdogs, but... I like what I've seen out of them. They lost that first game. That was DJ Augustine having a game he should no business having. And that happens in the NBA. So, I mean, the Clippers won a game here. Those are the three teams I, I expect to see. You know, I don't think there's going to be any crazy thing come out and knock one of them out, um, shy of, like, injuries or something. Yeah. Um, I see those three teams going the furthest. Yeah, and the strange thing in the West is I think everyone thinks Golden State, Houston are the two best. They're going to be playing each other next round. Um, Which I'm excited We're going to see – Portland, Denver, Portland, San Antonio. Portland looks like they're playing better than either of those teams. And, yeah. you know, they're going to get into a conference final after being swept in the first round with pretty much the same team as last year. The only yeah, difference Lillard's is, been fuego. Yeah. I just, yeah. I don't know. They're a weird team. I don't know if they'll ever make that next step to being a true competitor. And <laughs> I don't yeah. like their chances in the Western Conference Finals. But No, they they're kind of... They're like a, a sixth man type of thing. Like They're like Lou Williams. They're great, but they're not getting any credit. Yeah. And like L- L- Lillard Long for me has been like, I hate to say overrated, but that's that's the word. I always felt like he's just not in that class of the top guys. He's fun to watch, but he's just not in the Durant, Curry, LeBron, now Giannis, that kind of class. Mm-hmm. He's been a second tier guy who just happens to be fun. And I think that, Remains true despite him having a really great series so far. So when it comes to it in the conference finals, yeah, I don't see them. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a sweep there. It'd be either Golden State or Houston, just totally focused. Huh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the second uh, round here because this yeah. one, I mean, it, it, there's been a couple of good games, but all, all, all in the yeah, it looks like it's going to be a chalk. All the favorites are going to win. So. Yeah. Um, do you well, think there's going to be upset second round? Typically, how I think like it goes in the yeah. NBA is it's just it's too. Basketball is one of those sports that the better team is going to win. Like hockey, look at what we've seen. I mean, 
Yeah. Maybe we'll get we'll get into hockey a little bit, yeah, like nothing crazy, but I'll just say right now the two number one seeds have already been eliminated. We talked about Tampa Bay getting eliminated last week, but now uh, Calgary's out. So it's just like it's goes to show that it's like hockey. We talk about it, that anything can happen. The Washington Capitals are now going to a game seven. The Carolina Hurricanes beat them tonight, so they're going to a game seven. Vegas and San Jose are going to a game seven. Toronto and Boston are going to a game seven. It's just hockey is just so much more exciting. Well, you look at the NBA and it's like Milwaukee's going to sweep. Sixers will probably win in five. Celtics swept. Warriors are going to win in five. Rockets might sweep tonight. The uh, um, what was it? The Raptors are going to probably yeah. w- are going to win in five. Yeah, Denver, San Antonio looks like the only. That's really going to be yeah. And, and honestly, that was a. I I personally thought Utah would have given Houston a better battle. Oh yeah, definitely. So I'm a little upset about that. Like I for sure thought they were going to give a better effort. But they got they got destroyed last year too. Same same yeah. situation. It's it's. And I mean, maybe Houston is playing a little bit better, but I honestly, I liked that Utah team a lot. I liked, I thought they had a decent bench. I liked Mitchell. I mean, uh, Crowder coming off that bench. I liked a couple other guys, but I'll tell you what, the team that I think, if we're going to talk about upsets, Portland, I like that team. Obviously if Nurkic never got hurt, I would have liked that team a lot more, but Cantor has stepped up. You've got Lillard that and McCollum that both seem like they're on a mission this year. I like the you know, the deeper play with the fact that they got a guy like Rodney hood. You've got a couple of those rookies that are younger players, not necessarily rookies that play well, like, uh, uh, what's his name on a, from Maryland lame Lannon or whatever. Jake Lehman, Lehman, Lehman. And then, uh, Collins Collins. Yeah. The guy from Gonzaga who's in like his second year, they got a, they got some depth there. I like that team. You got a, Aminu has always been a solid, like defensive player and can shoot the corner. Plays well in the playoffs. So uh, I honestly like that Portland team a lot. That that's a team that would be a, a good dark horse to put your money on because well, uh, I think they're going to be favored in the next round regardless. So th- who are they going to play in the next round? Denver or San Antonio. So. Okay, yeah. So Houston's going to have to play the Warriors, huh? Yeah. I like that. But I agree. I think Portland will beat Denver or San Antonio easily, truthfully, and uh, I think Houston. It's possible Houston tires down uh, Golden State because you know Chris Paul and yeah. Harden are going to bring it. They've beaten them a couple times already this year. If they tire down Golden State, Portland, I imagine they're going to be somewhere around the area of 30 to 1 or something, 20 to 1, 20, 20, between 20 and 30 to 1 to win it all. Portland might be the team to where the value is going to be if you're going to bet long term on a team. Well, I guess we'll just have to uh, disagree here because I okay. just said I'm not a believer in them at all. Well, that's why we have two of us. That's why. We also have a third here. I have best. So, but... tiebreaker? I don't see them beating maybe Houston, but certainly not Golden State, and I certainly don't see Houston beating Golden State. Again, shy of injuries, as things are now. Yeah. I mean, Marcus is already injured, but... Yeah. No, I, I, I'm i happy that way. I Can you imagine if they lost Alfonso McKinney? They'd be done. You'd no, to be call the playoffs off. Yeah. It'd be over. And the, the East second round's going to be interesting because Philly still might have the best team, like best players... Yeah. Yeah, like, does anyone really believe in them? No. I mean, you don't believe in Boban? I mean, I love Boban, don't get me wrong, but I don't – I the Bucks or Toronto. And then, yeah, the Celtics were overwhelming favorites coming into the season, and it just hasn't worked out. But th- that was – it, it was good. an impressive series. But they, they were really good. Also a lot of close games. And, yeah. And Hayward looked good in some of those games. It's like, uh, can they do it? It's like, I don't, I don't believe in either because they're still, like – leaderless 
Kyrie Irving's had one foot out the door like the whole season. Mm-hmm. Their second best guy is what, like Al Horford, who's like a ten point a game guy. And then you got Tatum, who's still twenty. It's just kind of, it's not a team that's ready. And I don't know if Irving leaves or will they ever be? It would be a wasted opportunity. Uh, Garnett's gonna come back. I heard. Yeah, as coach maybe, yeah. defensive assistant. I mean, I don't, I don't want the Celtics to do well. I know you don't either. No, I no, don't. None of us here want the Celtics to do well, and we'd really enjoy it if Giannis just destroyed <laughs> all of them. So I don't have like beef with the Celtics. I like Kyrie. I even like Hayward. I think he looks like the dude from uh, Walk the uh, Walk the Moon. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see them going much further. It's still the Celtics. You have to have a little hate for them. Yeah, if they're playing the Lakers, I hate yeah. their guts. I like the Warriors also. I hate DeMarcus Cousins. I can itemize my hatred accordingly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The Warriors still have a lot of annoying players. And an annoying coach. It's kind of... I like Kerr. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Just kind of out there talking. He's like... He's kind of dickish. doesn't seem like it. He's not... He doesn't really yell at the refs, but he's always like, I'm disappointed in you guys for calling that. Do we want to talk about... uh? NBA coaches? Oh, you mean like the Lakers coaching search? Yeah. Or Luke Walton? What happened? Does that not co- had not been covered yet? Or yeah, what? do we not? What did you guys talk about? What? Him going to Sacramento? No, he got a, in trouble today for sexual abuse. What? I don't believe yeah, that. I didn't oh. hear that. Yeah, one of the Lakers or oh, one of the Sportsnet fake. girls claimed that, uh, yeah, he sexually abused her. <laughs> I have it here. Hold on. It said in the report right here that the tenant claimed she did not initially report Walton's conduct but was forced to continually interact with him because of her job. She says each time she saw him, Walton would impose himself on her with a big hug or a kiss, even though she thought she made it clear his uh, advances were unwanted. In the suit, tenant claims on one occasion Walton greeted her by uttering vulgar guttural? Guttural, Andy? Is that how you said it? Okay, guttural. (laughs) Sounds at her and said, Mmm, you're killing me in that dress. She says he then so forced she, an aggressive hug on her and rubbed his body against hers. And there were other things that were said, like how she like supposedly like kind of like pinned her down into the point where like she finally like like was screaming. Pinned her down. That's what I heard. Like he like forced himself on top of her until like she like screamed and said she didn't like want it, and that obviously like must have finally turned him off. But I mean, who knows? I mean, I believe it i mean it seems like a lot to make up i mean he's already gone i mean shy of that last statement you just said i feel like that'd be every time his dad would greet anybody who would do that and he just got it from his dad <laughs> no i mean and you could there is some truth to that i'm sure because i mean he grew up with his dad in the nba and yeah. his dad is a very friendly person you know not really cares about his words doesn't yeah. like just kind of says whatever and doesn't care but so i mean yeah there is some truth to that, that like that's maybe how walton is raised and maybe that is in his head like okay mm-hmm. But also, I've never heard anything, though, about Bill Walton. Like, yeah, we all know he's very outgoing and friendly. He's a Grateful Dead fan. But he's a, never he's yeah. never been – I've never heard anything about him being – like forcing himself on anybody. So it's unfair, I think, to say he would do that. I think he's just – maybe with his words, I mean, he could probably offend the wrong person. But yeah, I don't and, think – I've never seen anything that – you know, we have no evidence to say he's done it. But Walton, I think Walton's a good-looking guy. He's got money. You know, he's been in the NBA, and it's like that's the problem is a lot of these guys feel like they can force themselves on these pretty anchors and whatnot, if you will. And it's like these sports commentator girls probably feel like, oh, you're just like you should be thankful that I'm 
trying to hit on you or whatever. Like, oh, you get to say Luke Walton tried to, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of those guys, and especially like who knows these situations, if alcohol was involved or not. And it's like, obviously, I mean, I get confident with alcohol and I've got no, we're close to fame. <laughs> Tony, you got to be the only one who I know who gets confident with alcohol. My That's point is, is like, I'm nobody compared to these guys. So I can only imagine if I had fame and powers, what I'm getting at. Yeah. It'd be a, oh yeah, it'd be over. How often <laughs> we'd have to fire you from the pot? Yeah, we'd definitely get fired from this job. How often is he drinking around the employees of the TV network? That's what Andy. Everybody's know. got a life. Yeah. People drink without know. you realizing they're drinking. I don't like the timing of this. I'm Andy, you have right a now. bottle of Tito's in your hand. Yeah, well, also that is the crazy thing is because he was mutually let go, and it's almost like it's one of those things where hardly ever I believe that something comes out and it was just found out right then. Like this was known oh, yeah, by people probably, like when Kobe a while ago. Exactly. Like this was known from people for a while. Like people I'm sure had knowledge of what he was doing, whether she complained to someone or not. And then it finally got to the point where they're like, cause think about it, it was just kind of a mutual thing of like, Oh, Walton, you got to go. And then it's like one of those things like he's gone now. Fuck it. I'm going to say my stuff. They need to implement into every league of any kind or anything where people have, you know where they make commas money per day type of thing where they make a lot of money they need to have anytime you're getting interviewed or anything where you could necessarily be alone with someone you don't work with especially in this kind of environment you need to have like a, a chaperone you need to have some you know f- 400 pound hawaiian chick in the back just reading a magazine and just every now and then looking up just, all right looks professional listening in obviously and then there you go. There's your what? Well, what really happened there? Um, yeah. A Kanawa, you know, and she'll tell you. So all rich people should have body cams, so we can like review the. Yeah, like the and, police. Yeah. But that body happens. cams seem a little maybe give put the body cam on the chaperone. There was no misconduct here. We're all good. Because good. otherwise, this rabbit hole we're pretty far down the thing now. I mean, it seems like anyone who is at all famous at one point or another is uh, doing something that they shouldn't. And I mean, it's not everyone, but no, but not uh, yet. Yeah. I'm just wondering. I mean, obviously, most of them are probably true to some extent. Maybe some of them are very embellished. Oh yeah, I'm maybe sure none are, of them are. I don't. Sure I don't know. Are. And but I mean, the thing is, you it's your word versus theirs type of thing. Yeah. You need to have a chaperone in these rooms. We also have no idea how some of these uh, famous people are in their actual lives. Yeah. But and I'm thinking like Luke Wall. I would be the last guy I would expect. But then also it's like you just don't know. You don't know. I mean, oh. when you said when the lady was wearing a dress or whatever, he's like, "You're killing me in that dress." <laughs> What's wrong with that? That sounds kind of funny. It's just a different time now, I think. More I mean, people are offended by that stuff. But also, like, I mean, I know where Andy's getting. Yeah, no, it is. It could make someone uncomfortable, especially if it is in the workplace. I feel like I obviously guess. if I'm at a bar, wow, girl, you're killing me in that dress. It's like, what yeah. are you gonna do? But I feel like when you are at your place of work, you know, some of these girls, I'm sure already or people whether it's a girl or a guy, whatever, have families possibly or boyfriends or something. Maybe they're, even if they are single, it's like they're at work. They don't want to feel like they're at work as like a sex object. Well, okay. Well then here's what you do. You send it on the other side too. Damn. You're looking good in that Hugo Boss suit. Yeah, man. Baby. I'd like to pull that tie. (laughs) No guys would be like, holy shit. Is that belt Versace? (laughs) Cause then you're like, well, what the fuck does this guy, what is this guy's deal? Then you may, then you start questioning like, this guy's just saying it. And you try that next time you're going to go be provocative to uh, a woman no, verbally. I don't Send it to a man right next door. I don't talk to people at all. Oh. Just leave everyone alone. Okay. That's how you do it. Hmm. All right. 
Moving on. Yeah, let's go to the. the but I did not know sport. that at all. That's uh. It's breaking news. Is that going to jack up his uh, Sacramento stuff? I mean, we'll see. I feel like in Sacramento they condone that, but. Yeah, Kevin Johnson was the mayor, and he had like that with like fifteen year old girls. That's why they hired him. Rumor has it, but yeah. no, uh, I don't well, know. We'll see. Actually, I mean that it hasn't gotten that far yet. If the Sacramento Kings will uh, take action on that or whatever, because that's the funny thing is he doesn't belong to the Lakers anymore. Yeah. He doesn't work for the Lakers anymore. He now does work for the Sacramento Kings. So it will be interesting to see uh, what happens if this does blow up a little bit more, but. Regardless, and that's another thing, too, is you almost wonder, like, oh, let's bring this out now. He's not part of us anymore. Let's distract, you know, the fact that he went to a team in our division and, you know, see what happens. Well, the evil side of the thing makes me wonder if there was a payday involved. Uh, she knows that this guy is probably going to make a little oh, bit no, more money. Oh, no, he, he definitely is going to make more money with the And Kings. so, therefore, she's waiting oh, yeah. for no, that. That's a good point, too. Now, yeah. I don't want to be that person and say that was her motive, but... You have to look at all options. I no, no, absolutely. No, that is a good point, actually. She just probably found out that he did sign whatever his contract is with the Kings, and it is a good amount of money, I imagine, because yeah. they were pretty quick to sign him. Like, mm-hmm. he got fired from the Lakers. He was without a job for maybe not even a week, I yeah. feel like, like before, he went to, before he went to the Kings. So it definitely probably was a good-sized contract because if he, you know, the fact he accepted so fast was obviously something he was okay with. And no, that's a good point. She sees that he gets that much money and is like, you know what? No, like he was doing this. Like I want a piece of that. But, Not today. But, uh, well, anyway. we'll have to keep a, a pin in that and monitor it because I'm curious to see how that plays out. Yes, but uh, we'll get to uh, anyway. So we've I think we've covered our basketball news. Yeah, that so was let's move uh, a little colder. A little colder, yeah. Let, let, let ice us get sport. to the NHL. So uh, we obviously talked about Tampa Bay was eliminated by the Blue Jackets. And if you guys remember, you guys are continuous listeners, which you are. We uh, appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I talked about how the whole situation about the fact that the, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning had clinched a playoff spot months ago, clinched home ice with over a month to go in the season, and it was basically in vacation mode while you come across a team like Columbus that was fighting for their lives all the way up until like the final game or two of the season. And sure enough, I said this because we did the last time we did the podcast was the night the blue jackets eliminated the lightning the next day. So I had already said this the next day, the lightning coach came out and even said that he thought it had something to do with the fact that he said his team hadn't had a meaningless, hadn't had a meaningful game in over a month. And so it just went exactly with what I said. They went into cruise control. They're not playing motivated hockey. They're on vacation pretty much while Columbus is fighting for their lives. And we saw a tale of two different teams. And it's it's honestly what happens. Especially, I feel like it happens in hockey more so than any other sport. For what that reason is, I don't know. But I've seen it before where eight seeds get into the playoffs and they just make a run. The Kings won it a few years ago when they were an eight seed. Uh, it happens. So... It's just pretty crazy that they did that. And then just a few days ago, the number one seed in the West got eliminated, the Calgary Flames. But I like that Avalanche team a lot. That Avalanche team also is going to play the winner, I believe, of the... Is it the Vegas and Shark Series? Yeah, it's the opposite division. So, yes. Or did Calgary win the West? Calgary won the West. So they would play the opposite division, I believe. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong, though. All right. I want to say Colorado plays the winner of Vegas and San Jose and St. Louis plays the winner of Nashville and Dallas. 
I feel like, no, I'm pretty positive that's okay. it. But uh, regardless, I like that Colorado team, and they're going to face a tired San Jose or tired Vegas team. And that Colorado team is – they're young and they're they're good. They really are good. And it's going to be interesting in the West because a lot of the top teams have been eliminated. And right now, currently, Dallas and Nashville are uh, in a 1-1 game with Dallas leading 3-2, and Nashville was the two-seed. So if Nashville – or actually, I guess technically Nashville – would have been like the three seed because I think the way it goes is by division, right? Or am I wrong on that? So yeah, it's the division winners of the one and two seeds. So I believe that and means they play the, the wild. That means teams. the two seed actually was San Jose then. I think San Jose well, won that division. Oh no, Calgary won that Calgary division. Right, so I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Yeah. San Jose. I mean, uh, Nashville was the two seed. Okay, that's my fault. For whatever reason, I kept thinking Nashville and Calgary yeah. were in the same division. Ho- hockey's confusing. They do everything different. Yeah. So I'm sorry about that. So Nashville is the two seed. And they are uh, currently in a 1-1 tie in the third. I actually will update that literally right now. And it is currently 1-1 with 11 minutes left in the third. If Dallas wins that game, and this game is in Dallas, by the way, if Dallas wins that game, Nashville is gone, which would be the number one and number two seed in the West are already eliminated, which I love. It just makes things exciting. You know, it just really, it really does. And the fact that, you know, you have Colorado still in there. You got St. Louis that changed their goalie with like, 30 game, 25, 30 games left, and he's been a stud, and he took them past Winnipeg, which was a good team. Yeah, I think Winnipeg at the third. Best I think so, points. too, yeah. So, And then I want to say San Jose is the four. So if San Jose gets eliminated, Nashville gets eliminated, literally all four underdogs <laughs> won. And that's what's so beautiful about hockey. I'm telling yeah. you guys, hockey is the playoff sport to watch. So I'm excited. Uh, the Washington Capitals lost tonight, so they're going to a Game 7. The Bruins and Maple Leafs play Game 7 tomorrow. Uh, Vegas and San Jose play Game 7 tomorrow. So, uh, yeah. it's. Uh, Meanwhile, Columbus and the Islanders have been just like sitting on their yeah, asses. Yeah, and that's what's going to be interesting to see when uh, they have to play, whoever they have to play next. I believe the Islanders will have to play Washington or Carolina, and Columbus will have to play Toronto or uh, Boston. So it will be interesting because let's say Islanders play Washington and let's say regardless of who Columbus has to play, whether it's Boston or Toronto, Boston or Toronto is going to be the home ice in that game and is going to be the better team and will probably eliminate Columbus, in my opinion, because the fact that I don't think Columbus was that great to begin with and the fact that they have had over, they're going to have about a week and a half of rest, I think will actually not benefit them because I feel like when you eliminate the number one seed like that, you're going off momentum. You don't want to break. In my opinion, you want to keep going. And the fact that they've had the week break, and then you have Boston-Toronto fighting for their lives. Whoever wins that Boston-Toronto series, I'm just telling you right now, I would put money on them to win it all. Because I think whoever wins that Boston-Toronto series easily gets past Columbus, and then will either play Washington, Carolina, or the Islanders. And I think they, if they have to play the Capitals, I think it would be a tired Capitals team. If they have to play an Islanders or Carolina team, it's a weaker team that with a little less than experience. So I think Toronto or Boston, one of those two teams, whoever wins that game tomorrow, I will say is going to be in the finals this year in the, in the for representing the East. Yeah. I would say Toronto or Boston, one of those teams will be representing the East this year in the Stanley Cup. And uh, right now, I honestly, truthfully, could not tell you who I think it would be against because I don't know who's going to win that Vegas-San Jose game tomorrow. St. Louis has a solid defensive team. I mean, Nashville's still not out of it yet. Uh, Colorado, like I said, I, I like that Colorado team. Will they get to the Stanley Cup? I don't think so, but I like that team for the future. And I think they have the number four pick coming in next season. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, the, the, the playoffs. Trust me, the hockey playoffs is what to watch. It's going to continue to be more exciting. NBA, we just kind of know 
how things are going. Like we, uh, all the one seeds have made it on. It's probably, you know, who would Milwaukee play next? By the way, I know I'm jumping around here, but who would? Okay, I was just gonna say I thought that would be possibly the Eastern Finals, but it looks like that'll be that. I'll tell you right now, Boston, they're getting it together. I know we already have talked about the NBA, but still, I uh, I still like Milwaukee a little bit more in that series. But I'm just saying Boston's a very talented team, and they're getting it together. So that's going to be a great little matchup there. But, uh, yeah, I uh, continue to watch that hockey playoffs. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. So we've covered uh, 75% of the major sports. Do we have any baseball news? I mean, uh, I actually – We went to a game. We did. Dobby and I went to a nice game where we saw Mike Trout hit a home run. Hit a homer. That mm-hmm. guy is just so good. Yeah, he's a pretty good player. He's yeah, very good. I mean, he's no Christian I Yelich, would like but... to talk about something because I – it. Usually I don't when these when I see guys get injuries I don't feel bad, but for one of the first times I felt genuinely bad for a guy the other day and we brought him up briefly. Well, before you can fall back on his other job, creating lovely footwear. Yeah, Matt Shoemaker, the Toronto pitcher on a, on a bad team, has had started the season off I want to say three zero with like a one point let's just call it a one point seven ERA or something, in a rundown. Trying to, you know, in a pickle with another, with a player, tears his ACL out for the season. And I'm genuinely bummed for that guy because being around here, we got to see him pitch three, four years ago for the Angels and he had a great season. He was a good pitcher. Then he had some injuries, wasn't very good, was having his ERA north of five, not a good pitcher. This year, it looked like he was finally healthy again. He had it together and it's just unfortunate. I mean, at that point, you just hope he has the mental toughness to come back and find it in a year or two. I mean, at least it wasn't a, an arm injury. It's just the leg. So it's like that arm is still good, but it, it's, it's unfortunate. You know, you don't like seeing anybody get hurt, but especially when it's someone that, you know, has worked to get back to form. I mean, he was one of those guys that honestly, if he was keeping up the way he was pitching, that was easily someone that could have been traded at the deadline to a contender. Yeah. That would be nice for Toronto. But what's nice for them is uh, Vlad jr. It's coming yeah, up. He's coming so. up. I, I, I thought I heard as early as Wednesday. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know for sure, but it was supposed to be this week. So, a little excitement for them. They always have to wait like three weeks into the season so that they get the player for an extra year because baseball has some weird rules. But that'll be a big debut. But, yeah, it, it sucks when – I mean, you do see it happen with some, like, injury-prone guys where it's like they, they battle back and they have, like, a good four-game stretch or something, and then it, and it goes down. It's, it's like DeMarcus Cousins who came back from his – um, Achilles injury finally made the playoffs and got in one game in one quarter before going down. And it's like, even if you don't like the guy, you, it's sad. But with, with Shoemaker, it's like he was, you know, a good guy. Good. Yeah. Played on some uh, rough Angels teams. So. Yeah. No, definitely. The Angels have been a sad team for a while. I think Trout's been to the playoffs once and he was swept. Yeah. And he still feels like, fuck it, I'm going to stay here. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's a bummer for them. And, uh, the Yankees continue to get hurt. I think yeah, Aaron Judge recently yeah. got hurt also. It's just, it's just crazy. The Yankees are actually in town right now, and you wouldn't even recognize that lineup compared to what it uh, what it should be. That uh, that Yankee lineup has guys at the bottom of the order from like six through nine that you've never even heard of. So I mean, it's a bummer for uh, the Yankees right now, but they'll probably get it going in the summertime. So uh, right now, just I'm going to let you guys hear the Yankees lineup right now. Brett Gardner, Luke Voigt, 
Torres. What is his Torres? Kleiber. Kleiber Torres. Clint Frazier. And then after this, I'm just going to say their names. Talkman, Ford, Ursula. He Ursula. got Shioka and Wade. And let me tell you guys, this is a Yankee lineup that on the DL right now has Aaron Judge. Gabby Sanchez. Not Gabby Sanchez. I went, Sanchez. To, I went to high school with a Gabby Sanchez. Shout out. <laughs> Gary Sanchez. <laughs> Giancarlo Stanton. Didi Gregorius. Uh, Miguel Andujar. <laughs> uh, who else, Andy? I, I, I've got to be missing uh, one or Aaron two people. Hicks. Aaron Hicks. Greg Bird. Greg Bird. Uh, Roger Clemens. <laughs> um, Derek Jeter. <laughs> Tino Martinez. It's it's rough. Uh, those last three guys were uh, not on the team anymore. But uh, Tampa's taking advantage, so I, I'm no That's the thing is, it. it's going to get to a point where Tampa's not a bad team if they get themselves a nice ten game lead. Uh, they might be, have it already. You, you better like be twenty. You five. better be playing for the wild card <laughs> because uh, Boston's struggling, and then yeah, the Yankees not off to a good start in this Triple A lineup. I mean, I think the Yankees are going to have a stretch in the summer. I'm going to call this now, like mid June. To July and August, where they just put up some stupid stretch where they win like thirty out of forty games or something. I'm gonna be that bold, okay, and say that'll happen. But uh, as of right now, though, Yankee fans, it's unfortunate because this is a team that was, I think, the favorite. Actually, not one of the favorites, the favorite. Also, we're not even talking about the bullpen that's hurt. Batances is yeah. out. Uh, Montgomery's out. Um, there's another good pitcher out there that's. In the bullpen, Severino is still out, right? Severino's out. That's right, the yeah. starter. I mean, the, the, it, it's it's a lot. Let the Yankees start off bad, find their value at like ten to one, twelve to one, and then fucking bookmark it. Can't bookmark anything in baseball, but <laughs> put it on them. Yeah, Let them know. Not a bad idea. All right. Well, do we have any uh, other things to cover? Absolutely not. Yeah. No. This was. This was good. Um, Girl, you're killing me in the dress. <laughs> All right. It was mmm, girl. Mmm, girl. Don't forget the mmm part. That, that's arguably the best part. It's like you were sending a text to her. Mmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you imagine Luke Walton walking by in the hallway at work? Mmm. I got to go coach this 31 and 81 team right now. So that's but, just like mm, a Zach girl. Morris line, right? It was totally fine when Luke Walton was Yeah, coming. he was just looking for capacity. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, mm, we've been uh, talking here about uh, some good sports on episode 111 of the Tony's Take podcast. This whole podcast has been brought to you by Simple Doggy. It's a leash that is quicker and easier, and it works with your dog's current collar or harness. And uh, for a limited time, you guys can get free shipping and 25% off when you use promo code. Take it away, Andy. Tony. That's T O N. Why? There you go. So head to simpledoggy.com, punch in our promo code, and uh, you'll love it. It's a great leash. It's the uh, leash you've been waiting for. We love it. It's amazing. Um, but anyway, I am Sean. Joined with me, we have Off-Road Tito's Andy. Bye. And Tony Katz. Yes. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment podcast. We'll see you later. <laughs>